Calories, a little bit of spice. Let's see if this shifts over. Now I can hear you good. Okay, cool. Oh, awesome. Okay. Let me also <sighs> just because I, I have my Bluetooth headset on. Um, because it's noisy, like literally everywhere else in the hotel. Um, yeah. I mean it's a hotel, of course it's noisy. Is it a is there a convention or anything in town? A big a big deal event or anything that's packing the hotels or um, since those know, are back. I don't no, I mean, I mean, I so the the group I'm with, so I'm I'm here in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I should kind of maybe say that to our listeners. I'm in yeah. Minneapolis at this very exact moment. Yeah. Um, but I'm here basically for a housing organizer conference. Um, and there's a group of folks from around the country, and that's cool. But it's like work, right? So like I'm right. here for work. Yeah. And um. But I'm not here just for work because, I mean, I got friends here. So I have a couple of college buddies who live here in town, and I know some of the folks in DSA. So I've just been, hey, I'm coming to Minneapolis. 
what should I be doing, right? So my focus has just been on what do I do after my plenary sessions are over, right? Or whatever. Um, it's been busy, been very busy. Yeah, cool. Incredibly overstimulated, but so much to share. Yeah. I've never been to this part of the country. Yeah. Brian, have you ever been to Minneapolis? Not in any significant way, no. Only driven through it, so... I'm excited to hear everything that you had to tell me. Do you, do you have, I mean, you said you have no previous uh, experience, but uh, what, what has this, what has this fresh experience uh, brought you? What are your, I mean, before we get into anything like what, if, what fun uh, kind of new experiences have you had? Um, so, Ooh, I, I mean, maybe I should start by saying, right, that like I basically know nothing about this part of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have family Me here. Either. I don't really have people yeah. here, right? So um, the fact that I have like a handful of buddies is kind of a thing because it's wild to me that they're all in this area, right? Because <laughs> so, like, I'm like, yeah. doesn't it get cold up here? <laughs> I don't do well in cold, and I certainly don't do well in humidity, as we've discussed on many occasions. Um, <laughs> so the combo of both, to me, seems like just like I would, yeah, I would rather probably just live like in a hole in the ground. That sounds like much more comfortable want, than having to actually deal with snow. Let's I'd say. love to live in an Earth ship, honestly. That'd be cool too. No, I, the the there's I think there's an exact reason why I'm in like New Mexico, okay. right? <laughs> like I think I, it's it's made me clear that I I picked the right location for it myself. You I know? like that. Yeah, God um, willing, I'll make it back there because <laughs> I know that right? was true for me too. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I mean, I feel like all I know are like Rose Nyland jokes. You know, like mm-hmm. um. Or <laughs> yeah, that's jokes literally about accents. Rose Nyland is what I was thinking of when I was watching. Um, I was doing a little background research just for myself and watching this old 1993 video, which I linked in. My, uh, I did a solo podcast yesterday where I watched a little bit of that video and I linked uh, in. There's a great little video um, tells you about the history of the fair from the perspective of 1993. So they actually had um, probably a lot of primary sources. It was kind of neat. It turned out to that what I learned was that the um, the the uh, fair was basically um, the only state fair that was run by an agricultural co-op and not like a business, like a, uh, you know, what would you call that? Like a chamber of commerce or something like that. Or like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was the only one that was actually run by farmers. So that's kind of cool. Whoa, that is really cool. Yeah. yeah, I love that even more. Let me actually share this with you. Yeah. See, where is it? Oh, no, here mm-hmm. it is. Oh, and I'll and I'll turn my computer here in a moment so you can see the delightful view of the Minneapolis skyline. Uh, so this is, of course, another thing. Apparently, like wheat was like the number one thing here, and butter, of course. And so when I went down to like uh, the Mississippi River, I walked down there the other day. Um, everything along the riverfront were all mills, so like the Gold Star Flour Mill, the Pillsbury Flour Mill, like all of these like defunct mills that are now high-rise condos and senior centers and skyways in between, like, um, and I was like, yo, what's the deal with wheat? (laughs) (laughs) 
what is the deal with wheat? But that's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like <laughs> going down to New Mexico and saying, hey, what's the deal with chili, right? I don't know. It's just, it grows here. What the fuck you want us to do? You know? I saw so, in a documentary that wheat is like running our lives or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I myself don't eat it. I have a corn supremacy mindset. Okay. Anybody who knows anybody who knows me knows I am a corn supremacist cool. um, because that is the proper tortilla for any taco. Um, and this is why I have like a real bone to pick with breakfast tacos. Mm-hmm. I'm less concerned about what is inside the taco because I believe that can be interpreted in a billion mm. different ways. Right. It upsets me that tacos are to be considered with a wheat tortilla. Now, my only huh. true gripe with uh, Tex-Mex cuisine. Everything else totally fine. Interesting. I, uh, yeah. I, I mm. you know what? When I grew up, there was no such thing as like Mexican food here in, in, in you know, there was Tex-Mex, right? But there was no actual like Mexican cuisine at all. Or, so like, I want to say, honestly, it had to be, when I went to San Diego in 2007, the first time I had like actual like Mexican tacos, and that was like the coolest uh, experience. Where I was like, "Damn!" And then I swear, like I got back like that summer, and there was a place, Taco San Julian, over in Fort Myers that opened up, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's crazy." Uh, it caught on instantly. Um, so perhaps this will explain why, when I was at the Minnesota State Fair, needed. To eat a chicken taco. Yeah. So so tell me about that experience. Oh, okay. Well, let's start with the whole fair. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's, yes. Everyone, Kathy went to the state fair like we discussed. Just, just take it all in. When this we, is... tru- yeah, when we truly get into the food is when we will start playing the audio clips because I only recorded audio of the food. Mm-hmm. I did, well, I did try to record some audio of these other little little moments, but I'll try not to talk about them until we hit record on, on that or okay. whatever yeah. we think it. Um, yeah, so I have been excited about the State Fair basically since before we left, right? So I logged into the website. When I when my friends told me it's happening right now, you need to go, we need to go, we need to find every way to be there, I immediately started looking at the website, what's the new food, what's where, where's the map, wow, it. it looks huge, Yeah, looks huge, right? And so, again, it is huge, it's enormous. I, I was like kind of blown away. I've been to the L.A. County Fair and the Orange County Fair out in California. But I need to just kind of be real about this, right? Like, I I don't know that California is exactly known for its agricultural fairing, right? We're known for our ag. Uh-huh. Uh, like, we, we're known for as the fruit basket of, you know, the nation or whatever. And, you know, we avocados, walnuts, and whatever. Um, but I feel like if you were going to like the LA County Fair, the Orange County Fair, like, like not like being in 4-H is not a part of the consciousness of being yeah. a person growing up in LA. No, it is if you live like out. If you're in Fresno, being in 4-H is a part of your consciousness. If you're in Riverside, if you're in Valencia, if you're like in these areas that are maybe more ranchy, mm-hmm. actual ranches, right? Yeah. Not like. Not like Ranchos Palos Verdes. There's no fucking ranches up there, right? Like, that shit is a bunch of white, wealthy people with acres that look like ranches, but 
they themselves are not sending their kids to 4-H. That is not part of the culture there, right? None of those kids know how to churn fucking butter. None of those kids in Los Angeles, wait, how am I supposed to raise a cow from birth? Tell me. How yeah. am I supposed to do that? There are so, children, I, I just want to say real quick, there was, a, there was children that I saw in that video that I looked at that did not exist anymore in, in real life. I was like, those kids in that video like who were like, oh, that cow is so cute. What's its name? And they're like patting on the head. I'm like, children don't exist like that anymore. I was, I kind of like silently cried there for a moment. I was like, oh God, like what? That doesn't, that's not even real. No matter where Brian, fear not. It is real. Okay. And it's at the Minneapolis State Fair. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Or Minnesota State Fair. I'm so makes sorry. Me, yeah. It makes me it's feel like, better. Thank you. No, it's true. So I... I, and that's what I was seeing on those photos, like a state fair, not like what I'm used to, right? Like when when the LA County Fair is set up, like, yes, there's like an ag tent and like, yeah, like prize pumpkin off in the corner or whatever. Yes. First of all, not like these pumpkins, not like these produces, right? Ours are like minuscule in comparison. And like the crops are different. Like the whole vibe is different, right? This is like here. It's like deep fried food on a stick avant garde. California, it's going to be like, how can we take this new thing and turn it into a smoothie? Right? Totally different mindset. Yeah, I think um, down here, uh, if we were going to have a, well, I know, and we have a state fair, I think it's like near Orlando or something like that. Um, I imagine there would be a lot of like seafood and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. There, there's a saying in Florida that only Floridians really say, it's not even a saying so much, is it's just like, you only really want to eat seafood here like um, on the water, like at, at the beach, like somewhere like that, typically because we actually still have local seafood providers that actually like come from the point where basically where they sell. And if you know here, you know the restaurants that actually have docks even, and you can go right to the places. Oh, But uh, that's what I imagine ours would be all about like, oh, and also we have this, there's two things that we have that are like super famous down here. We have a strawberry festival. It's like in the middle of um, the country, uh, mm -hmm, middle of mm -hmm. like between the, between here and Miami. And there's another one that's yes. like the Cabbage mm -hmm. Palm mm -hmm. Festival. Yeah, well, like Gilroy, California is like the garlic capital of the world, right? And it has like the garlic fair. You have like mm -hmm. other places in Southern California that will hold like the avocado fair, like the pistachio fair. Yeah. yeah. And there's a pistachio queen, right? And to the extent that like that might attract people from around the community, it is certainly not the size of the country's largest state fair, yes. right? So, like, I, I, I'm looking forward to returning. I, I think I might go back tomorrow. I'm not. I'm trying to figure this out because my biggest regret is that I was unable to hit the um, uh, the butter pavilion. I simply ran oh. out of time. And that's where that's where Rose Nyland would have been, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I was in the senior crafts area. I spent a lot of time taking pictures of quilts. Yeah, I love that. <gasps> I know someone else who would have loved that too. <laughs> uh, I mean, the videos are of the food. Is of me and and we'll get again. We'll get to that. It's of me and my friend Ben, who I went to college with. Mm -hmm. um, ben will be playing my local guide to my dipshit Bourdain. I love this. Um, you know. Um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, the state fair. Um, and, Kathy, I want to say of, of the Anthony Bourdain <laughs> variants in my life, you are my number one. So 
I have, I have <laughs> utmost you, faith in you and being an Anthony Bourdain um, uh, uh, dirtbag food reviewer. Oh, yes. okay. Here's another one. I, so I, this is actually what I like to do. Everywhere I go, like I define my experiences by the food. Mm -hmm. And I always try to make sure that I eat whatever food I can't get back in Santa Fe, right? Because yeah. I just love to eat and I love the experience. And so um, there is a large uh, Ethiopian and a large Somali population here. There's a large Hmong population oh. here. So I'm, and I've yes, never man. tried um, a Hmong cuisine. So I'm looking forward to going <laughs> to, a there, great, was a, yeah. a, there was a, there was a, uh, a, a purveyor called the Union Hmong Kitchen at the state fair. The line was like incredible. And then my buddy was like, oh, they have a brick and mortar. Just go there. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to wow. go do that. Um, I got recommendations for a, there's a, um, there's like a James Beard nominated indigenous chef who is from, who's Dakota. Uh, and the name of the restaurant, are you ready? Yeah. It's called Owamni, the Sioux chef. Sioux. Oh. <laughs> that is like. Okay. How I wanted to get someone... in. Someone booked until the end of October. First wow. available date is October like twenty fifth or something. I was devastated because I hadn't even heard of it. Right? If I had, I would have booked it weeks ago or something. But there were ten devastated. chefs. There were ten chefs in the world that were thinking one day when I get my restaurant that will be incorporated into the title, and 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 that person was the one to get it <laughs> first. I love it. Well. Yeah, no, it's incredible. And it's like right on the water. I was like so devastated. I might go and like try to just like puppy dog eye it out there and be like, hmm, someone needs a date, you know? Or like any we'll call, call, call for cancellations. I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm just going to go wait out there. You know, I always think of um, um, the, the cancellations. <laughs> I'm, I, I've, been, I've been making a little bit of reservations here, okay? Mm -hmm, uh, just mm -hmm. for my own, my own travels coming up. No does, does anyone <laughs> see if I was I Anthony to, Bourdain? I if I was Anthony Bourdain, I wouldn't need them. Uh, but but I do. <laughs> and I was making reservations, and I was thinking, you know, uh, like, does anyone actually cancel, or or like, do they just have like four tables at the end of the night that they just if they, I don't know like. I don't see anyone actually calling a restaurant and being like, I'm not going to show up. I just don't see that happen. I have. See, so I actually <laughs> but I'm like do, do that. Overly courteous. And but I, I yeah, and I but I also think like, I mean that's what's bonkers to me, right? Like, I, I don't make reservations for tables in Santa Fe literally unless I'm going to have a large party. Yes. And want to just let people know, hey, I'm bringing ten people with me. Yes. Like, I, I don't think you just show up with ten people. I think like that's rude. yeah. I s yeah. I mean, literally, unless it's like you know after hours happy hour, because then everyone separates out. But if what you're trying to do is, I need to get a whole party. Yeah. This day and age, like you've just fucked up dinner service for literally every other normal human being who came in here on totally. a top. Like, you, like, done. You like, know where that happens a like, lot? Izanami. You'll have, like, ten people walk in from the spa and be like, hey, we're here! And this, like, totally fucks up everything there. It's like, why, why didn't you know you were gonna do this? It's like the only restaurant next to the spa. Like, what, <laughs> you're, oh, maybe we'll go somewhere else. No, you're not. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So like, it's rude. I think yeah. it's rude. So, I mean, but if you're like, uh, oh yeah, like a spontaneous three top or something, you're fine. Yeah. There's no such thing as a spontaneous ten top, and certainly not at those kinds of places that take reservations in the first place, right? We're not yeah. just going into Blake's Whataburger. I love, I do love um, the idea of five couples running into each other and then going, "Hey, let's go to dinner!" <laughs> like instantly. Funny seeing y'all here. Yeah. <laughs> ten couple. Hey or guys. Like five, or like, or like, you know, I'm just trying to do some math, or like uh, two five poles. <laughs> Quint poles. You never know. Yeah, I love this. The molecules becoming Molly Polly. See, that's yeah, that's what we should. Um, at that point, we should just be yeah. We, we're having different groups of people come in. Everyone's confused. They're not even sure how many people's gonna sit at the table because they're still developing the relationship as they're entering the <laughs> restaurant. Um, they they look across the room and yeah. they like somebody else's what? vibe. They become part of the fucking thing. It's the whole exactly. problem. It's yeah. the whole problem. And they, and they need very customized seating. Open table will not <laughs> handle it for them. Yeah, anyway, so, yes, to the fair. <laughs> yes, to the fair. I, I want to get back to it. Please, I know we please. Have, like, the video. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. Yes. Again. And please pardon me. I am, like, still way overstimulated. Um, I've only begun to scratch the surface. So let me kind of index this. Yes, I've been to the fair. Yes, I went to Mall of America. Yes, I saw some police brutality on the metro train. Ah. Yes, I have tried a variety of weed products that have been accidentally legalized. Mm. Um, and uh, yes, I have eaten a lot of cheese curds and pulled a lot of pull tabs. So, Wow. I like that. Oh, and, and I went to a housing co-op that evicted their fucking landlord. Yeah, yeah, and Just, I, oh. I definitely want to like you to tell me about that because I because I'm sure you talked to oh people that told you the story um, or something about it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I cried. I wept. It was just mm, it was very moving. Okay. Um, I love it. That's that's really cool. Much, and, and you'll pardon the flippancy, but it's a good segue. Very moving. Much like my bowels. After having visited yes. the Minnesota State Fair. And you know what? Thank the you, Minnesota everybody. State thank Fair. You, thank you for listening. <laughs> the, Min <laughs> the Minnesota State Fair is, in fact, the uh, United States' oldest uh, state fair. In fact, it is so old that according to the How documentary. How old is it? It is so old, Kathy. That the documentary that I watched from 1993, that was 53 minutes and is available on YouTube, said that they're not even sure how old it is. It's so old that they're not sure of which year it actually started, because I guess they weren't really keeping records. But they know that as early as 1853, I believe, it, it has existed. Wow. But it has existed before that as well. I love wow. that. And here's a little link to the video for us, in case you don't have it. Um... That's well. That's the video here. Let me see. Actually, I have the video yeah. that I was watching, the fifty-three minute video, which I, I, I highly recommend watching this um, video. If I can, here we go. Uh, the Minnesota State Fair scrapbook. Anyone wants to search it up on Google, but um, I'm totally looking it up right now too. Yeah. I, I cannot spell it, and I'm learning better. I feel like um, Minnesota. Minnesota is one of those like state names that's like Connecticut. Oh yeah, I that, don't know like, how to spell no matter how see I don't. I feel I like don't, no yeah. matter what I always put in too many n's, too many t's. 
And then I look at it and I go, that looks right. And then I always ask someone, hey, does that look right? And they're just as clueless as I am. So I feel like I've never actually. And is there an I in there somewhere? Is there an, an I in Connecticut? In Minnesota? In Connecticut. Yes. Oh, <laughs> see, yes. I don't know where it is, though. See, okay. So Connecticut <laughs> is like next to Rhode Island, I think. Okay. See, I don't even know. I but don't I know. know but I, 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 I have a mnemonic for Connecticut. Uh-huh. Connect, I cut. Okay. Connect to cut. Because that's how you spell it. It's fucked up and it's fine. But like, I, I can't remember that. Like, I still put too many R's or not enough R's in February. I, I've never work. been able to spell necessary right. If you put a gun to my head right now and ask me to spell necessary, I could not spell it. I guarantee you. <laughs> I would spell it too, wrong two different ways before I got it right. <laughs> Me, astronaut standing behind you. Yes. Is this necessary? <laughs> Always has been. I don't know how to spell necessary. Yes. Um, it's true. <laughs> That's so stupid. I'm so sorry. Okay. No, I was actually thinking of it too in my head before you said it. So I was thinking, <laughs> I wonder I wonder and, how much. I'm going to pull it up and remix it. <laughs> Is this necessary? I want to play a little video. Just to give a little audio awesome. context for our our uh, fans. Oh, let's here. let's the can, can we think two bits so we can make sure we're. Yeah, let's do that. Let's figure out. Well, uh, like the only thing, thing is, right? I was wondering if SingTube doesn't work with unlisted videos. Oh, <gasps> rude. I don't okay, know. you know what I'll do. Okay, hold on, let me do this. Unless we want to make it public for like a second. <laughs> no, you know what we'll do. Uh huh. Let me mute my. Oh, SingTube doesn't tab. exist anymore. Okay. <gasps> but there's re replacements. Let's see. Everything's being taken from us. I don't like it. Yeah. Let's okay, see. I'll tell you what. Here it is. Okay, I know what we can do. It is It is paused. It is on silent. Because, I mean, I lived this, so I remember what I said, kind of. So I can hear it through you. Okay. Like through your audio then or whatever. Then let me pop this open here, and I'm going to go ahead and hit play. Okay, uh, on the count of three, hold oh, on, because yep. then we can play. You're right, <laughs> this makes sense, yep. See, one of us is always running the show, neither of us is sure, but one of us is always doing it. <laughs> yeah, and we, we don't plan it ahead of time. It's just like, I, I think we just have like, um, it, it's like trust exercises. It is. Like, I got your back. I've never learned how mine. to trust, this is incredible, it's true, I've thought about this. <laughs> constantly like no, oh my, no what's happening and then the other person's like i'm gonna go gonna be so proud of us are I you know. serious like, like already i feel like they're they, they're very proud of all of the games we've made <laughs> oh i love it i feel like we could teach them Same. something so let's yeah, uh, truly like how to fucking lower the gains on their podcast huh huh anyway go <laughs> so let's see it is three, two, one. We're looking at a pig. Oh, here's a beautiful goose, duck. So these are these black goth geese. I love them. They have like names. And so uh, pigs had names, cows had names, but very few people were naming their ducks or their geese. Oh, what is, that's a, oh, it's honking. That was a cool noise, can you do it again? This is an animal puppet theater. This is an animal puppet vendor. Wow. Yeah, no, you can totally see those old pointers going crazy. 
Oh yeah, so, so this is the baby test. Like it's like all of the all of the different animals. You can see them weaning, and like you can pet them, and literally everyone is lining up to pet a pig. It looks oh, yeah, incredible. Okay, woke them all up again from there. I don't know what this means, but in my mind it looks CG. I think that means because I haven't seen animals in a long time. Here to be a scarecrow with all of the other creepy ass scarecrows. Nothing scary. I'm a couple beers deep at this point, by the way. Oh, this is this is perfect. Look, it's like Buckethead. That one. We're really just recording audio. I'm recording video just so that I can do all that. But here I am. Here's my friend Ben. Hi, Ben. Hello, world. So we're here at the Minnesota State Fair. We have just sat down to eat some fucking cheese curds. <laughs> and uh, I'll be explaining all of this on the cast about why I'm here and who you are. But until then, yeah. we should we can just go into the cheese curd with you. This. Tell me, Ben, what do you think about these cheese curds? Well, um, you're excellent. This, this particular cheese curd stand, yeah. Mousetrap, has been here in the fair for a long time. I think they're the original one, sometime in the 70s. Um... Wow. Great, nice crispy exterior, nice and melty, but not too melty. Mm -hmm. um, for the folks who aren't from a dairy-centered state, um, the cheese curds are sort of like the chunks, like how cheddar has the little chunks if you break it. These are those chunks. So it's like cheddar before it's been squished together and aged. We're zooming in and out. I actually always kind of wondered that. We will probably be <laughs> cropping this for the cast. <laughs> but yeah, the curds are a staple. This is definitely one of these classic Minnesota State Fair foods. All right, Ben. So in a moment, we're going to finish these curds and probably go walk around, but eventually find more food. Mm -hmm. Tell me, Ben, what other food do you think is a cannot-be-missed category here at the State Fair? I mean, for me, the roasted corn stand is a, is a must. Um... It's just, it's just really good roasted corn. Hard to go wrong. Um, it's one family that they grow, I don't know how many acres of sweet corn just for that stand and run the whole thing. Um, but yeah, that's another wow. kind of classic. So I'm gonna take a moment to show everybody a little vignette of what it is like to be here at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, that's going in the thumbnail. Look at that shit. Oh my god, there's a tram! We're gonna take a tour yes. of all of these snow plows. Holy shit. Yes, dude, Do I, they have, like, I was a Mr. shocked. Plow snow I was like, jacket? look at the latest snow plow you know? technology. I'm definitely going through this and taking screenshots. <laughs> oh, I hear you're really good at plowing. <laughs> It's like it's it's like a gator snow snow retour. I love. What are we gonna make it look like? And I'm like, I think we should make ours look. Um... Uh, there was a wacky wailing, uh, wacky flailing inflatable arm tube man. Um, this is now a shot of the brink security van that I wanted to hijack as it was just kind of standing in front of the fireworks. I was like, this is the perfect time to set off a, some kind of IED and take all their money. Uh, like that jewelry heist that happened at the Flying J. I was thinking of how that's like heat too, is like they they steal a, 
Oh, yeah, Brink's truck, yeah, exactly. Leaving a state Okay, I'm going to take us in a moment on this video through the mighty midway. This is incredible. Strap in. Wow. And if you're epileptic, don't watch. Yeah. Wow. And I'll, I'll, I'll figure out a way to, to get visions of this to everyone at home. This is incredible. I really wish I had had, like, a mic to pick up all this audio around us. Yeah. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure something out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so the Music Express was basically just like a rock and roll thing, and it, but it's just a ride on the midway, right? You spin around in circles really fast is what all of these rides are. Um, but I didn't ride any because we have just eaten a lot, right? I, I don't, you yeah. pick one or the other. You either ride rides or you eat food. I feel like if you do both, like you're really looking for Oh, trouble. wow, look at this, too. Here's footage from the Mississippi. Um, this is wow. like the big interlock. So we went to, or the like hydroelectric, whatever. And the locks that they have there was really, was, was, I was like so scared of falling in. It was like the railings are a little too low for me. I was not a fan of that. Um, and we went to the Stone Arch Bridge, which is just like right, like it's down like another block or two down from there. That's so cool. um, and I, I am just so delighted because I was just at the, uh, I mean, I was in New Orleans earlier this, this year and, you know, that's like the end of the Mississippi. And so being able to kind of come this far north within like a month or two, the <laughs> B is basically the other end of the Mississippi is actually kind of a big deal for me. Having never seen the Mississippi River really until like, this year huh and i'd gone to like new orleans once and like was like oh look there it is from the plane or whatever right. but like i didn't like kick it there you know and yeah i've never i guess i've never taken time to be like i'm looking at the mississippi river i'm, I'm taking it all in this is the legendary you know uh continental divide wow yeah I'm... and i'm yeah i'm just kind of like um you know, I don't, I feel like I'm getting existential at mm -hmm. this moment because I feel like this is, this is like why I like to go to the state fair and why I like to go to the Mall of America and shit like this, right? It's, it's because I actually believe in like the, the promise of humankind yeah. that like, that, that we can use technology and in, even industrial technology as uh, things to make our lives easier, not more oppressive, yeah. right? Like, and I feel that about everything, like, like. Uh, computers, right? They're supposed to make our lives easier, and now none of us can like even order anything online. Once upon a time, it was super simple. Yeah. I mean, we're. I, I'm just like, you know, how do I get back to this like Web 1.0 functionality on the most basic of sites? Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't used to take this long to upload a YouTube video, you know. Like, I mean, it did because of low bandwidth. But with this bandwidth, it should be instant. There's nothing. I don't know why. But, you know, anyway, that's a different story, right? It's because, like, somehow, by simply uploading it, Google or Facebook or whoever the fuck owns this is, like, running all of our faces through biometrics now, right? Or some shit. Yeah. They weren't doing that shit before. So now it's, like, taking longer for some reason. And we're yeah. being used as, like, AI. Before it was just, like, oh, how, how big do you want to upload it? That was the only question. Yeah. 
you want to tag someone in it, you know? Would you like um, to have it somewhere other than your computer, basically, was, like, the purpose of, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it, well, pretty much the moment that we all, like, signed that contract with social media before we even really knew what, what that meant, you know, like, that we were signing some kind of contract, basically, that, like, we were getting a free service, well, what we thought was a free service, but we were paying for it in ways other than money. And we didn't recognize that for a long time, I want to say. I mean, I didn't. I know, and I know that I probably came to that conclusion maybe a little sooner than watching the movie The Social Network, but I know that I don't even think anyone's thinking about that right now. <laughs> and honestly, the point of thinking think about it, I, it becomes less and less. There's less and less of a point of it because it's only it's only going to continue to exist. And worrying about what could have been or what could be different at this point is out of our control. I mean, so we just kind of have to ride the wave and. Yeah, and, and I think just best. kind of fuck with it, right? So we were, we all were sitting around having a conversation and our phones were with us, right? And, uh, you know, parody. Oh. At the exact moment you were making a parody redacted joke, your microphone dropped. I still can't hear you. Hold on. I'll reset my thing real quick. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Nothing. Oh, you can hear me, though. That's good. That's good. That's a good sign. Gotcha. Hey, everyone at home. I'm just drinking this water. And you can't even hear me sip because you turned the game down. Okay, I think that'll do it. I hear ya. Okay, I think my Bluetooth... So I don't understand, because, like, my Bluetooth headset is fully charged. Okay. Because I left it charging overnight. Okay. And just at that moment, when I said parody redacted, yes, <laughs> my Bluetooth suddenly disconnected. <laughs> and then, of course, it threw off all of the, like, audio settings on Zoom, because you have to then go back and switch your mic and switch your headset and all the things. And I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. 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 So... <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where you put tape over the camera. <laughs> oh yeah, no, exactly right. Like this is. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna switch to my other because the the um the mic on my laptop is eh. Yeah. Um, what was I thinking at that very moment? I was thinking. Well. Can you hear me now? I can absolutely hear you. Is that actually better to hear me this way? It sounds uh, a little bit better. I would say about 30% better. Okay, good. Good. Make sure that's off. And my audio is back up. Okay. Okay. So, yes, there we go. Okay. At the Minnesota. Yeah. So, so we were, so we were saying about the like parody redacted and Mm -hmm. my friend said, you know, me and my buddy were having this exact same conversation. So 
they decided to just start talking about a variety of odd diseases okay like gout and psoriasis like just kind of eczema like just literally like naming anything they could come up with yeah and lo and behold yes their phone started giving them like eczema try oh yeah blah 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 or whatever so there's maybe that's just the way we have to fuck with these things that are listening to us i I think that there's there's been some very interesting things i remember one time i was in indiana uh in, in bloomington indiana and i remember uh i had never said anything before to anyone in my life about graduate school because I never graduated from anything ever. <laughs> so I got there and immediately um, I was talking to someone else about graduate school and the like the next ad I got on Twitter basically, you know, and, and the next time I opened up basically was an ad for Indiana University Indiana University graduate school. And there's no way that anything in my like, you know, customer profile ID out there would have indicated that I would be going to it at all. I don't know. But there's a very famous article on CNET from about three years ago where they did a lot of experiments to figure out if this thing lives in people's brains because it's pattern recognition or if it is, in fact, your phone doing certain things and they had a lot of controlled tests and stuff. And now what I believe is they came up with like uh, that there may be more at play than we understand, but to every concept of technology that we know, it's literally the fact that our customer IDs, our numbers that are out there are so predictable that um, we are that predictable. And, and our reasons yeah. for being in certain places or looking at certain things at certain times is so telling that um, we're like, we've been read like 30 years in advance, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, like, like, uh, like I'm worried because the more I say the word engagement <laughs> or wedding, right? Like, yeah. I'm going to have all kinds of weird fucked up advertisements on my phone and on my... I mean, it's already happened. I had to start making, like, save the date things and had to go to, like, one of those, like, weird websites. Like, ooh, like, let me order things. And I was like, oh, let me make sure I definitely have a sophisticated ad blocker turned on while I'm doing this, you know? No, for real. Like, I I know that um, things that I see all the time that I know is, like, completely real ad tracking is... um, I mean, even the way that Google ads work. I mean, I, I'll, like, on a phone, like, I guess Safari's a little bit better about it now, but, like, if you, even, like, a year ago, if you're using, like, Chrome on a, on a phone, you could go to a website, put something in your cart, go to another website, and then have, like, a, basically an ad for the website you were at before to, like, in, in like, search results or something, and then it would, you know. Yeah, and so crazy. I don't I don't know if Amazon still lets you do this because I don't really use it as a thing nearly as much as I used to in a once upon a time. Um, I still order from it. Let me be clear. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm way above it. I'm not. I'm just saying I, I try to be much more conscientious about the when and how. Different story. I appreciate but that. But back in, back in the day, you, you know, when you made your wish list, you could also save things to your wish list from other websites that weren't um, being produced or created by Amazon. And I suspect now, I mean, this was like a long time ago because I can't remember the last time I made an Amazon wish list, except maybe 20, 15 years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
it occurred to me that they probably use that information to basically bump off those products, right? Yes. So like if I was like, wow, I really like this one decorative pillow that I can only find in this location, they probably were like, oh, we're going to knock it off and just go ahead and sell it back to you. I think the other thing that would, uh, well, yes, absolutely. And that is a huge thing. So if you look on um, Amazon and you see any of the Amazon basics items, which I think most people probably understand at this point, it's basically like the Trader Joe's thing. It's like they're taking someone else's product, they relabel it. Well, at before at the point of manufacture, they're putting their own branding mm-hmm. on it. And mm-hmm. that is uh, a growing thing with Amazon. And on the topic of discussion, I think even for this program would be the fact that Amazon is now taking over like the healthcare system. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Uh, yeah. Do you have you and, been and that, that they're buying Roomba? Yes. And so, like, I so I, I have I I believe again, like I said, maybe and it's a naive belief, but I believe in the power of technology to actually change our lives for the better. And so, the concept of a Roomba sounds amazing. Like, you mean I could just press play on a vacuum and it'll just do its little fucking thing all day, and then when I get home, it's done. Like that to me is the Jetsons future we were actually promised, right? That is Rosie the robot. Yeah. Um, I I just I'm like I'm like one steak dinner in pill form away from this like perfect future. I mean, and then they have to, and then they say like, no, actually, rate. don't get a Roomba because it's like mapping the entire floor of your fucking house and selling it to Amazon, who have ring cameras who now see exactly what's in your house, what kind of table you have, what kind of chair you have. Oh, like maybe you're fucking, oh, look, this dipshit has their bed on the floor. They don't even have a bed frame. Maybe we should just make feel them inadequate bed frame shame now. Yeah. Like, you know, yes. cultural standards <clears throat> of bed frame beauty. I like, actually, that's, exa- that's, that's already happened. Become. That's already happened. I, there's, a, there's a brand of bed frame on Amazon that literally advertises, just have your mattress on the floor. Like literally, it's like, this is a little bit higher and it's a bed frame. It's like no fucking yeah, joke. And then all of these like Twitter bots are like, oh, some men would rather have their bed on the floor instead of going to therapy or whatever. And I'm like, great. See, they're contributing to the bedroom shame. Absolutely not. We don't need it, right? <laughs> yeah. But that, but anything, right? Like, I'm going to feel inadequate for not having the right kind of trash can or the right kind of water bottle or are these throw pillows pretty enough? Like, no, I don't care. Like, I'm, I, I, I need a pillow. I, I like the fact that at a hotel, they're simply in white. You don't have to yeah. think about it. Like, the only difference is this one hard is this one soft and that's it. That's it. So I went to the Mall of America. Yes. Yes. I was about to show you my breakfast and get on that topic, but actually I'm going to save that. Continue, please. Show me your breakfast. No, show me your breakfast. I'm showing you my breakfast because this this breakfast is from the internet. So I I eat now like from a meal plan, essentially. This is one that I ate from a bunch of years ago and like a big package thing. But this is something that I do now. And the reason I want to bring this up is because I think that the Internet has now changed. I think this will be a growing trend in the future for a lot of people. Why? Not just because of affordability or because of access to food, which is the other one. But also because I think that in some way, I don't know how much protein will be available. Well, I'm going to get into that. The point of... The, the point, uh, hmm. where your food comes from, very important. How many times can you control yes. that? How many times yes. can you control that? Very few times. 
ultimately, yes. especially when you go to any restaurant. So what I do is I eat this food, which I know exactly where it came from. I know everything, and I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner from here. Now, of course, yes, I have hot dogs, and I eat other food every once in a while, of course. I'm going to go to a ball game, and I'm going to have fucking nachos or whatever. But my point is that when I eat most of my meals, I know exactly where it comes from, what's in it, and everything. And I just I know it's cooked like, you know, a few days ago. It's prepped. I just got my package today and put all my food away. And I know everything. And you know what? completely affordable compared to going to the grocery store. And I would say that uh, me and someone else is eating for a very affordable rate. Um, it's incredible. Yeah. And, and also like when it's you really counter food. then in time to cook, time to prepare, time to sue, yeah. right, right? Like all that stuff. And then, right, like if you're like, oh, this recipe needs also like this one stupid ingredient you can't find. Yeah. Right, like lemongrass or it needs fresh garlic like uh, some people don't so here's here's mm. Ooh. so i am having a lot of moments yes. uh in because i'm here with a bunch of housing organizers from around the country and we're talking about like the different material conditions in each of the places we live like whether that's jackson mississippi or boston massachusetts or santa fe new mexico right so um i am struck by the complete differences in consciousness that are created simply because of where we live right like yeah. these mistaken beliefs of what it's like right so yeah. uh, like and 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 i'm gonna say this because i'm also just like uh, I've, I've i've seen so many things and heard so many stories in this these last few days where i'm like also like just a mix of emotions like um, I, I did see the cops tackle some fucking dude on the train yesterday. And that was like on the way back from the mall, mind you. So I was like, I'm like a little still shaken by wow, that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi is without water at the moment. We have organizers from Jackson, Mississippi here at the conference. Wow. So it's been like a matter of like holding folks and trying to figure out like, oh, this is the kind of moment when our organizations like come together in the first place. So now we're all trying to figure out like, well, how do we support our organizers and our fellow organizers whose job is to figure out how do we now get water to the people of Jackson, Mississippi, right? And so yeah. now, like, it's just- And the theoretical has become the real. And and I, and I and recognizing too that like, uh, it's it's like it's not my fight right i'm not in mississippi right. but it is absolutely 100 percent my fight too and so like i'm just like i i'm thinking all these things while i'm like watching kids raise a cow at their 4-h and i'm realizing yeah. these places that we think of as abundant with water mississippi should not have an issue with water yeah. in the way that i in the high desert have an issue with water right and yet we're in these exact opposite moments where Jackson, Mississippi is flooded, no access to water. Right now, New Mexico going through the monsoon rains after a devastating fire, we're all being flooded. Yeah. Like we have, we each have an excess and both a lack of water at the same time. And so I'm just like, I'm struck by these contradictions as I talk to the people around me. And as I go to the state fair and I go, man, I can't wait to just watch a sculpture made out of butter when i stop and think how much water it took to even make a stick of butter 
And so, the, and, and I'm yeah. thinking this while I'm like, I'm an anti-capitalist to my core. And I'm like, I can't wait to go to the mall. Like these contradictions yeah. exist inside of us. They exist in the society we live in. And I'm just sitting here trying to like make sense of all these contradictions, uh, unable to do so and just going, okay, well, how, how do I best navigate this really strange, confusing, scary world? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Can I believe myself to be an upstander when I'm watching this dude like lose his mind on the fucking train? And in my head, I'm thinking, dude, we all just want to get home. Chill the fuck out or the cops are going to get here. Yeah. yeah. So the Mall of America was yeah. wild. The last time. So I'll tell you this. The last time. A feeling those anti-capitalist feelings myself, just you know, the the natural resistance to like the shocking things you see and everything, right? And and the first place I really went, like after the pandemic had, you know, its its first kind of abatement, and everyone was like feeling like, well, let's try going somewhere once, you know. I tried going to the mall, and I I, I it was after like a year of like not really doing anything and just kind of like that was just too much. It was just too much. Didn't like it, but. I want to do be have those things be normal again in my life. You know, I want to feel like, hey, oh hell yeah, I'll go to the mall. I, I was a child. I was a person born in the '80s. Like I spent a lot. I worked at a mall. You know, at some point in my life, like I, the mall is a big point of my life. I spent probably ages, <laughs> I don't know, from car to ending high school at the mall. Um, well, and and right, well, that's 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 kind of the fucked up part. We as a culture do not have like just public squares, public places that people can be. Yeah, right. Like I miss that. And 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 for our generation, certainly the mall was that. They were definitely trying to get us to loiter. That was like the purpose yeah. of the mall. It was like a safe place for like people to loiter. Yeah. But now, right, so like, and I think about this because in planning my trip to Minneapolis, there was a shooting at the Mall of America, and everyone was like, oh my God, like, it's so scary. And I was like, nah, you're thinking about this all wrong. If there just was one, the chances of there being a second one so soon are, are kind of low. This is kind of the perfect time. And I was like, not to be glib about it, I'm like, but maybe this is how we start planning our lives like a double dutch jumping in in yeah. timing between mass shootings at these events like oh our well brains... they just fucking shot and killed a couple people at the mall last week so i mean it's got to be another month or two before there's yeah. another one right right i mean no seriously my brain works the same way at this point with everything that happens it's that um if something it's it's uh it, you know what it is it's baseball it's it's like baseball fan logic it's like Okay, this guy is up. I can tell, like, last night I was thinking to myself, like, Austin Riley's definitely going to get a home run because it's been a couple games, and he's on – He's he got off a cold streak. He's he's building up to something. I really felt like he was due. And that's nothing but the gambler's fallacy. It's nothing but you thinking that. But for some reason, it gave me comfort when he hit the home run, and I was like – and, Yeah. And that would be the same thing as going to a mall without they've getting shot in 30 left. years. They've been hitting it left. They've been hitting it left. Right. One of these is going to be hit right yeah. soon. And right. of course we're going to be right. We're going to be correct about that. If you bet, that, but... you know, red 10 times in a row, you're going to lose. <laughs> so, and you're just betting the opposite okay. of that. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I feel like there's so many serendipitous things in this conversation. Yes. Um, my, uh, when... When we were flying from New Mexico out here, mm -hmm. it was supposed to be a group of 
four coworkers and two affiliated like plus ones, right? So a total of six people in our party, we all were supposed to fly out at the same exact time, make every single connection, same exact time. Okay. Get here safe and sound, right? All right. But because of one delay into the Santa Fe airport, because we flew out of Santa Fe, right? So yeah. instead of Albuquerque, it's a huge moment of importance that meant every single other thing got bumped. So suddenly, what used to be one party of all of these people, we became two parties split up, different locations. What couple? Some of us stayed in Santa Fe. Some of us went to Albuquerque. Like just a variety. Just it was shit happens, right? So. Turns out, me and one of my coworkers, we had a like six-hour layover in Denver. Oh, wow. six hours, and so so and we were airport, just like, no, by the way, cool. I don't, I'm not a fan. Just the no, inside, it's very fan. cold, very cold, very all out of just white. It's like a surfaces. mall. It's like a mall, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a mall and with an airport attached. Really tall ceilings and... too. Also throws me off in there. Anyway. So, so I was like, cool. And I was like, I'm just going to be at the mall then. I just took mall kid mentality. And yeah. so I like, we were taking turns, like watching each other's stuff. And like, then I was like, I'm going <laughs> to come over here and like, essentially like, I'm going to hang out at the bookstore and see if this dude's cute. Like, what are you reading? <laughs> I'm going to go to the GameStop. At and the airport to... <laughs> bookstore, you know? Like, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> a copy of Us magazine, eh? You seem like a wise, sophisticated. You come around to this airport often. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the price of peanut butter M and M's? Eight dollars? It's crazy. It's like they think it's an airport in, in here. Economy? <laughs> what do they think I'm in Frankfurt International? <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so at some point, my 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 coworker is like, "Hey, you're good at math," and I'm like, "Allegedly." You know? <laughs> so they're like, "How do you explain what are the possible odds of a of of a pair of dice coming up seven? Yeah, we were having this like conversation, and I was like, "He's like, what are the odds?" Hmm. And so I was like, "I was like, oh, I haven't done this in a minute." Right? Like, and I keep forgetting that there's like shortcuts, right? That I could just go, oh, one six times one six. Yeah, there's right? like, multiplication. Yeah. Instead, right? There's like simple multiplication. I completely forget about this because I'm just like in my own head, like thinking about the mall. I bought a spirograph. <laughs> Legitimately bought a spirograph at the. Fucking... If you if you draw a spirograph thing and like take a picture of it, I we can use it as a thumbnail or oh, I love this. It's moving. This is like oh the God, time that I fun. took Kathy yeah. on a trip. Look at okay, this. Look on. at this movement yeah, no. here. No, I have to totally move you. Okay, hold on. So, let me see. Oh yeah. So this is the condominium Whoa. building across the street. Okay. Yeah. Wow, you're like you're high up. Okay. I'm yeah. high up. No, I'm 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 at the Minnesota Hilton. I'm on like the 12th floor. I feel pretty fucking. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the apart. Okay. So down there, it's like a little. It's like public transit hub. Wow. So like all where those little trees are, I can just yeah. go down there, and and guess what? I can I can buy a ticket right then and there. I can buy it on my phone. Wow! Check this out. If it's if it's cold, you can push a little button at the bus stop, and it creates heat. Whoa! It's like it's got it's covered. Whoa. Like I, like this is like stunning to me in New Mexico. Like we have a pole <laughs> with a sign on it 
that says "fuck you." I hope you die in the sun. Okay? Yeah, like, that button. That's what it says. That button. I'm pretty sure does absolutely nothing. Any and you can say what button. Any of the buttons that make a sidewalk work in Santa Fe, all of them are there just don't to work. fool you. They're don't even like, bother don't pressing. Work. Just wait until the light changes. Just. You're better off like clutching your quartz crystal. <laughs> <laughs> like that'll make it happen faster, y'all. Just like, wait till the cars stop coming and try to cross. You're just you're fine. It's like three seconds from now anyway. Yeah, like exactly. you don't even need like I don't even know why in some places we even have crosswalks. Like they're just like, come on. You're like hoping for a car. It's like, you know, like in uh cartoons where they just set up like a gate in the middle of nothing. And it's like yeah. that's what the crosswalk in Santa Fe is like. Like, what are you talking about? I used about? to ride an electric skateboard Oof. in town in the streets. Um I never had a problem running in the cars because they just don't there aren't too many going around where I was anyway. Um, there's traffic for about 10 minutes in the morning at the newspapers. Uh, oh, yeah, look. Oh, I love this. Oh, Kathy. Okay, you, so I have an been, official reality issues drawing. This is what. So I, I was at the airport, at the toy store in the airport mall mm -hmm. in Denver, mm -hmm. and I saw it, and I'm like, look, I'm now about to be here for six hours that I wasn't planning on being here for. Yeah. I'm like, I need to, like, do something thing, to yeah. get my mind off of this. I'm like, I don't have weed with me. Yeah. It's a problem. I don't have enough time to just go out and get some and then come back. Right. It's not going to happen. And I'm, I'm like, like, with coworkers, it'd be, like, inappropriate. Like, I have to be like, no, I'm totally fine. I'm totally not going through, like, weed withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, um, we suffer from the same illness. It's okay. Oh my God, no, it's it. okay. I'm so glad I came to Minnesota. Let me tell you. I was so mad when I was in Houston because I was like, great. And I'm just going to have to drink. It was stupid. So. Yeah, and I already, uh, I, I, Kathy, we're so similar because I already looked up had the closest dispensary to my hotel when I'm going and traveling in the next few weeks. So. Exactly. So <laughs> I have been making a bunch of delightful spirographs. Yes. I will absolutely oh, send you one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, have you ever noticed that, like, there was a very sharp increase in gang activity right when Spirograph <laughs> use decreased? Not a coincidence. <laughs> I agree with the crazy dude at the Spirograph factory. Correlation right. and causation. Proof mm. right there. And so, this Spirograph is keeping me out of a life of crime. Guaranteed. Uh, I like that. Because I, I would have fucking killed someone at the Denver airport if I had not had this. So he is right. He is 100% <laughs> correct. So. Okay. Oh. So the yes. Mall of Mall America. Mall of America. Tell me about you. I'll, I'll, yes. Because I also have, I just, on top of that, tell I'm me about the Mall you, of America. I'm telling you, Brian, it has been a time. It I'm going to flip through. And to, to really help you fully get through all of it, I want to like flip through. Uh, your Twitter because you posted all these great pictures. I want to make yes! sure I don't miss. I know there is a bunch of questions I want to to get to just on certain pictures and stuff. But you tell me about them all, and I'll start like flipping through here. Okay. So um, basically, I, I I like to mainline cities wherever I go. I like to squeeze in as much as that I possibly can. Yeah. I like to just take in everything. I think it's fun. So like public trans transit, whether it's good, whether it's shitty, like get me on it. I want to try it. I want to be with people like I, I just enjoy it. Right. So um, very grateful to have taken public transit to the Mall of America from our downtown hotel. It is a bit of a ways, but this was part of the fun. It was like an hour for us because there were some transfers. Things are under construction, but we're fine. Right. Like we're doing it as like a joy ride, essentially. Yeah. 
we're not just simply trying to get home after a long day's work, which is, of course, the other lens that one must use when yeah. one is riding public transit, right? So yeah. um, as a visitor to the town, as a um, just a tourist, I was very welcoming. Everyone was very friendly. People were nice. It was like just, it was great. I had a great time, yeah. right? I felt like I was like at Disneyland, uh, like in, in that way, um, where everyone just, kind of was minding their own fucking business. People were friendly, like neighbors were talking to neighbors, like unlike the Los Angeles transit system where nobody ever talks to anybody. Oh, okay. People on this train were like, oh, hey, like you're a Twins fan. Did you watch the game the other night? Oh, just disappointing showing, man. And I was yeah. just like, wow, these people don't know each other and they're talking about them like each like, other yeah. like they're they're not just like oh hey bro what's what's the next stop okay thanks bye yeah. no like it was like let me actually engage you like someone i want to know and i was stunned by this wow. stunned because this is not the way subways operate in los angeles yeah that's like, so it's not uh, yeah i've never i've never and then there's I've people the and there's people like 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 santa fe public transit there's no people i mean it's because the transit system is shit in santa fe yeah to be clear it's not that people don't need it they right. need it yes it's just santa fe's public transit is so shitty and inadequate that nobody uses it yeah i used to just right? walk everywhere or not enough people use it yeah people it's just easier to just get on a bike and make it happen that, somehow yeah. you know um so i was just like stunned by like and that's what i mean like it felt like disneyland it felt like the people mover it felt like people were just like oh, wow we're here we're off work how are you doing and i was like oh this is weird why are you talking to me don't look at me like, <laughs> you're like oh god these people have some level of mirth on the on the public transit yeah, system like, this is on do i don't think know how to I react have to my this? headphones in i'm trying to like pretend none of you are here like <laughs> why aren't you doing the same thing <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> So it was a delightful ride on the way over. Um, we get to the mall. Um, and of course, it's like, it was just like being at the state fair. I'm like immediately bombarded by like way too much data, way too much stimulus. There's smells and there's lights and there's shops and there's things I know, things I don't, right? Like I don't, what I wanted to see about the Mall of America was merely its spectacle. Yeah. Like, I needed to see what the largest mall in America actually is like. Yeah, it contains a roller coaster, right? Like, that's cool. It's It's got a roller coaster. It's got an aquarium. It's got, <laughs> I mean, it's four wow. floors. It hasn't, okay, so it has an app, which we downloaded. I downloaded. I wanted to have it on my phone. Okay, let okay. me, uh, I'm going to save you the need to download it. Okay, okay. so, um, let me see. It's little icon is that little star. Uh-huh. Okay. And a picture of Tyler on my lock screen. Oh, I love that. Okay. When it when you sign in, it says, Welcome to the Mall of America. What would you like to do? Let's see. And so you can sign in, uh -huh. right? And you notice that it says sign in with Amazon. Amazon? Because I think if I were to go to like a store let's say the Lego store, which I actually did go to. Yeah. I could probably be like, oh, I want that too. And be like, oh, we'll just ship it to you or something. At least I hope. I wasn't going to do that, though. That was scary to me. Okay. That was terrifying. I, I would. So yes. I continued as a guest. Okay. 
And I then proceeded to have a very terrible UI experience oh, wow. with this app. Yes. Okay. I, I like so, how attraction, <laughs> attraction with the S like on the second line. Yeah, it, like it doesn't fit, right? Okay, so <laughs> the only thing I wanted to do was get to the map. Okay, so I click uh -huh. map. And it, it, it has this Google-esque <laughs> interface where it says, choose the store closest to you, and then where do you want to go? Uh -huh. So if I were to choose, let's say I am at, um, I'm at the Abercrombie and Fitch, uh -huh. right? And <laughs> it'll say, where is. do you want to go? Yeah. And then where do you want to go? When I try to tell it where I want to go, like the, the app start, stops responding. <laughs> Once I put in, um, so my friends were like, I had gotten separated from my friends and I was like, where are you? And they're like, we're in front of like something. And I put it into the app and it said, that thing is closed right now. Please choose a different location on the map. And I was like, no, I know it's closed. I'm just meeting them outside of it. Like, I, I'm not trying to get into it. <laughs> I just need to know where it is. Like... <laughs> I was like, the map was like not helpful. The I map was like scolding me, like that's closed. Go somewhere else. Stop. Go really shop. Stop trying to get like, to a clothes store. And then, so then, so then, I, so then I was at like the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. It's not where I was. There was one in there. Okay, I just I needed yeah. to say that. So I, I was at the Bubba Gump Shrimp that. Company, and mm -hmm. then I put in bathroom. I wanted to find the bathroom, <laughs> and it was like. No, that's a different map. I was like, okay, but like, but I'm at the Bubba Gumps right now, and I'm not at it. Like, I'm outside of it, actually. It's just the closest thing to me that I can see with my peepers. But like, from here, where do I go take a piss? Because if you can't tell me, I am going to go piss in the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in that fucking bucket of Coronas that they give you or whatever it is. You know, like, you can't tell. It'll just look like a bucket of Coronas. <laughs> Tastes the same, too. How about that? What's up? Sorry, Corona. I know you're, like, Mexican-made, but you are oh. no Dos Equis. Corona <laughs> is uh, made by the same company, I believe. Actually, I don't know. Let's think. Cerveza um, Mas Real. Is, isn't that it? What is the... I have no idea. I have not had a Corona maybe since my 20s. They, uh, people in Florida are like way into them as like, oh, let's go down to the beach and have some that like, you know, the Snoop Dogg on the beach ads like that to me is a very Florida ad. Very much. Yeah, see, I, I like literally want pina coladas. I want daiquiris. I want like th that to me is a beach drink. Yes, I want a pina colada. Either I that or like colada. seltzers, or like seltzers. Like, uh, like take down some fucking Ooh. Topo Chico seltzers down there. Dude, yeah. I'm sure that shit's fucking nuts. Okay, so the Mall of America. Yes, please. Did you find the pictures? Uh, hold on. Yes, let me get okay. Let me get here. Um, oh, I'm still because in here. Here's the you... fair. Yeah, keep. Yeah, no, because while you do that, okay. I'm going to bring over. The most beautiful thing you have ever seen. Are you ready? Okay. Have you, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I love this. It is a bag of shit I got at the Lego store. I branded So here's Lego the other bag. one. Oh, my God. 
talk about overstimulating. So, uh, like I've mentioned, we're from New Mexico, so uh, there is no seafood to be found in mm -hmm. our fair state. Mm -hmm. um, one of the photos that I did post is of a lobster roll. Yes, I have it up here, right here. I'm looking at it. So I know what normal human beings with access to the beach are going to say, because I used to be one of those people in California. Uh -huh. Why are you eating a lobster roll at the mall? Okay, mm -hmm. well, one, because they're doing enough business that I know that that shit's going to be fresh. Gonna, mm -hmm. It's going to be turnover. I'm, it's not going to kill me. Yes, as one. absolutely. Two, if I were to go to like an actual seafood restaurant while I was here in Minneapolis, I would not have also had time to go to the mall. I was, I'm trying to do it all, right? So that's number two. Mm -hmm. Number three, I, it was fucking delicious. Okay, so I, it was just, it was just, it was just, it's just, I just couldn't get that. I can't just walk in to any restaurant in Santa Fe, any sandwich shop, and yeah. just be like, yeah, just give me a lobster roll. And even if it's like mediocre lobster, right? So lobster roll at the mall infinitely better than lobster roll at any restaurant in new mexico regardless of its price so i was just like i need lobster i yeah. need something yeah something of that kind and if it hadn't been a, like lobster it probably would have been like a really good sushi restaurant yeah so, That's even actually... if it was still at the mall it would have been fine oh so we got one in uh we got one in cherry creek for our friends in denver um timothy faust if you're listening you can go to that one <laughs> um uh washington dc yeah they're all over the place and fort myers florida holy shit there's one here <laughs> go go now it's on and first we, street okay we can have lob mall lobster Downtown. roll solidarity i can i can experience it for myself now i thought this was that lobster roll so on uh, uid like four or five years ago i remember hearing about this place just as it was opening it up and i had no idea that it would expand and cover everything well i'll go have that lobster roll and i'll let you know mm -hmm. wow. so we had a lobster roll mm -hmm. that took like a really good 40 minutes of our time i mean we got there at like uh so we we basically leave downtown at like six o'clock mm -hmm. it takes us about an hour to get to the mall so we basically arrive at seven and everything shuts down at like nine right so we had like two hours to go over like a four-story mall i can guarantee you we did not cover like any of it we get a roll uh -huh. 40 minutes later we have an hour and 20 minutes that mm. is nothing so i let my fingers do the walking there were all kinds of kiosks that yeah. had like the directories oh that's super cool i like that and that's why this app sucks because that's what i was hoping the app could give me it was basically the same experience and like the interface is completely different entirely shitty the ones on the thing um i'll send you one because i actually tried to record me operating the kiosk for the cast <laughs> okay did not get a chance to upload it but please you should record it in later like okay. Slice it in at the I, end. I'll take the time. Because I'm just like, I, I'm like mystified. I'm like showing you how terrible it is. And they're like everywhere. Like, so <laughs> I kept being lost and being like, oh, now I want to go to the fucking hot topic. I want to see the world's largest hot topic. And I was like trying to type it in. And it was like, that place Imagine doesn't exist. I'm like, it's right there. Take, <laughs> take your brain and transport yourself into 
Oh, well, you were living there, right? You were living in where America's greatest malls would have been in Los Angeles, okay? In the, in the 90s. The first yes. time you ever interacted with, like, the a public use... The days of malls. Yes. yes. Was there ever any kind of, like, really hokey version of that in a mall? Like a, like a 90s tech version of, like, touch here to, like, get the mall direct. Okay. I wish. Damn. I wish. No, I all wish of too. this was, like super hype it felt like i was trying to be in a tesla while okay. i'm just Ooh. looking for the anti-ants pretzels it's like that arcade you machine know? you get in it's like the fighter jet and but they're like which store do you want to go to you're driving to it you have to go in there in the metaverse for some fucking reason oh that's like, next no just just go left that's next i think that's go what's... left and then make a ride at the m&m store that's all you need to tell me <laughs> i don't know how to tell you how i think that malls are eventually going to turn to physical spaces for people to walk around in virtual realities uh, uh, it's so... gonna be like the price is right so <laughs> that's completely different so yeah no i was overstimulated wow so um i go to the our first real stop is the lego store mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah, I'm just like Looks overwhelmed big. by all of the options. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's very big. Um, and I, uh, me, me and me and me and my BB, we had been wanting to get some stupid Lego kit of some kind. We had gone on to the Lego store online. We had been kind of unimpressed. And then, of course, the online store is saying, "Okay, but for the true Lego experience, you need to go to a store." And then I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go to the Mall of America. I'll just go there. But it's so big. Like, that took up, like, most of the time we were there. Again, no shade. It's just... I want to. I, I want to so. express to the to the viewer at home, as that's what we call you, um, that there's probably, I want to say, a multi-story structure built, like, <laughs> inside of the mall that is the Lego store. Like, there is yes. some serious, like... Yes architecture happening with this store um there's a giant robot of like a bionicle i think i want to say like okay, atop okay. everything very it's quite a impressive i can't i don't know i haven't been to too many lego stores maybe they're all like super fancy and cool but this one's very cool mm-hmm. no here here's a because i took a couple of different i i tried to take a video of me riding the escalator alongside mm-hmm. the uh lego store but it like i thought i hit record and then was like staring at like i was like i wasn't like staring at my phone i was like staring at the world while i was recording <laughs> did not actually hit the button oh uh, well but i made a video of, of it in my mind hey, <laughs> so i think we, Kathy, call that we once memory. made an episode that we never recorded too so i mean oh, it's happened, right? it's happened yeah. to both of us <laughs> I think it was like episode three. Uh, yeah, no, I know. It was great. So, yeah, I'm very sorry but uh, <laughs> that I did not get the video because I was like writing. So I was all, okay, so I should add that yesterday, so on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I I was weedless. Oh, yeah. Because I just, again, just did not have a chance to get to a store. So they at the Minnesota State Fair, they did not allow cannabis edible products okay. i look forward to the day that they do I, I because do the combination yeah. of weed fair food is gonna be sick dude. and they'll like, turn to a big california celeb. yeah, yeah. california is like we're putting thc in like cold pressed wheatgrass juice 
it is delicious and it is yeah right it is and fuck right gummies with stevia like we're not like it's like all natural sugars kathy you do that so well that i i bet you if i close my eyes and you did it long enough i could imagine just a completely different Yes, no, it's completely true. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me, I just watched the Manti Teo uh, documentary on Netflix about him and his, well, his girlfriend and everything. And I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow, that was, um, that was incredible. That acting, incredible. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I must say that after watching that documentary, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, after watching that documentary, um, I feel like I actually understand everything that happened, and also I feel I feel like Deadspin kind of sucks uh, as a website because they kind of fucking blew that entire thing and made it something bad instead of something normal. Like I don't know. Uh, well, you'll watch well, I mean, if you we, watch that we, documentary. We, we, you'll we were, hate those we people. We were simpler people back then. We were. Right? We were. Like, we we were. did not have the sophistication of what is happening in this day and age. You yes, know. That's right. But, uh, and anyone from Deadspin, if you listen to this one day, I'm sorry, but that documentary makes you look bad. <laughs> I, I really want to see it. I'm looking forward. To, I haven't. I, I do remember reading the articles and all of that stuff, but I have not yet seen the document. Anyway, so. But back to <laughs> the Mall of America. Um, okay, so. Yes. Uh, well, and, and this is like a precursor to the true mall story. So the night before. Um, I, I have, uh, like I mentioned, I have some people, some friends here. And so, uh, after they got off of work, they were like, meet us at the bar. And I was like, okay. So I went to go meet them at, at their kind of local hangout, um, where, you know, we caught up, Hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, okay, so they're like Minnesotans, right? So they were like, let's explain shit to you. What are your questions? And I'm like, well, I just got back from the state fair. I'm like, I'm processing that. I'm like, but why was there no weed at the fair? It was right. like my first question, yeah. right? And I was like, there should have been, like, I'm like, I'm ready for deep fried gummies. Like, yeah. I'm ready for that. Oh, like, yeah. And so they explained, like, no, like, it's still kind of new, like, these things. And so, yes, there's gummies. Yes, there's hmm. this. Let's go get some. How does licensure work? See, so, like, in New Mexico, hmm. if, you're, if you're a weed purveyor, whether it's medicinal or recreational, you do have to be licensed basically licensed and registered by the state yes your products have to pass quality control yes. um and then there's like taxes levied steep. on all of those things yeah. you know yeah um so. uh, which is fine which I'm is fine not... and appropriate i'm just saying that they i'm communicating mm-hmm. they're significant mm-hmm. and so when i was like okay well i can walk into a store and get it and they're like well yeah basically like it's not everybody is selling it, right? But of course, it's like kind of the stores you would expect. It's like the head shops, right? Like, so we just like walked around the corner from the bar. Um, they checked my ID to make sure I was 21. But to be clear, <laughs> they did not do what they do in New Mexico, which is where they actually scan it through the database, right? Because there's like limits on how much a person is supposed to mm. be able to have mm. and use and consume and purchase ah, in the see. state of New Mexico. Right. So when they, when you go do, into a dispensary in New huh. Mexico, yeah, they like check your ID to make sure you're of age. But then when you actually go up to pay, they like go through, like they scan your card. Yeah, yeah. 
because because if you're saying you're a medicinal patient they need to verify that so they check that with the database yeah like i can't just walk into a dispensary in new mexico and claim to be medicinal right yes. they're like give me that like prove it then yeah like and then you have to um and uh that didn't happen in minnesota huh. i walked in and i was like hi i'm new here yeah <laughs> what do you recommend and he goes buy some gummies uh-huh so i bought some minnesota grown vegan gluten-free peach of a day cannabis infused gummies uh made by minigrown.com and i gotta i gotta just tell you it's really funny because down at the very bottom it says activation time 45 minutes <laughs> to two, two hours, hours. Which... So they're five MIGs. They're they're oh, they're okay. they're a ten okay. it's the ten count pack. So this is how the, the MIGs are um like like they have to be discrete five milligram oh. servings. Right. There's a once what one, one so, small serving of weed. So at our yeah, so at our tolerance me, level, just, just crush like the whole bag. This. Yeah. Kill. That's right. It's just it's this and a pack of Haribos, which I also have upon my person. I just want to be clear. I have a pack mm -hmm. unopened of Haribo gummy snakes. Wow. And a pack of Minnesota peach gummies, both of which will be fucking crushed by this time tomorrow. I, like I think this might be what I eat before I get on the plane, basically. Right? That's so what I'm, oh, that gives me ideas for the plane home from New, uh, New York. Yeah, I like that. The other one is this vape. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've done it so that it's like this Delta, it's got this, like, you could either have Delta eight or Delta 10 in this like little, oh. uh, what's it. And then you can flip this little switch to either make it pure eight, pure 10 or a hybrid Oh wow! of birthday cake. Yeah. I've never seen anything like this. I, I was like, like wow. um, and it is by a company called The Dome Wrecker, which I mean, like I'm supposed to pass up a name like that. So um, as far as like this Anthony Bourdain taste test, I, I don't remember how much I spent on this, but it was less than what I expected to. Wow. Um, I Because I was just like, yeah, 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 that's fine. Hand it over. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Here's my card. Let's get the fuck out. I got shit to do. Like, like I've never tried the Delta variants. Like, how plus, does that uh, Plus you? I have like the... Um, you know, these are, I mean, I'm certainly not as high as I would be if I'm smoking like actual concentrates yeah. from New Mexico, right? Yeah. Like, it, like the, this is how they're regulating this stuff. I think it's like the kind of, and I don't actually know enough about weed to like actually know the differences between all of that shit. Yeah, I just I know really that like either. somehow there's differences and some are hemp derived, some are cannabis derived, some are all these other, some are about like, potency i don't know yeah um all i know is that in new mexico you can get wheat and so that's exactly. what i do i get wheat. Exactly. So like, and by the like... way the specimens that they create in new mexico everything that they make all the products they make are way better than anything that we have here like yeah, all, the quality sorry, of every else. individual product is better and there they're all made by um uh in each one uh, has to be owned by a nonprofit corporation, which is super interesting, mm -hmm. which basically means that all of them are going to continually improve as they continue to exist, which is nice for everyone. I they mean, make medicine. So <laughs> I've been, I've been hitting this one kind of regularly. Um, 
and that's not something I do like with my vape at home. Yeah. You know, like with my vape at home, I'll take like a couple of like little puffs and be like, okay, I'm set for the day. Like my head's straight, ready to concentrate, ready to like tackle these emails, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. This I feel like I need to like 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 I'm a smoker. Like okay. I'm like I'm hitting a jewel pod. Okay. You know? Interesting. And I don't know if it's just that my resistance is that high and this shit is yeah. that weak. And I just, you know, it feels like it. So it feels like I'm drinking Mormon beer trying to get wasted. That's really funny. I but, get that. But a total, I do feel it. I get that. But I do feel it. Okay. You know, like I like, got that little like head change. But again, like I'm going to be able to sit through my conference just fine. Like I'm not yeah. stoned. Yes. It takes, it takes like a really like good hit off of one of these to feel it and i mean that i mean of course i'll save that for you know minneapolis after dark <laughs> i'm gonna keep yes yeah oh yeah yeah are, are, are you interested in talking about um uh uh your uh, uh thing you'll be attending later is that part of something you can communicate oh yes 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 no totally okay. so uh i um because that's still oh okay wait hold on but before i get into what shall be happening okay I'll show you what i did get okay I had a very difficult decision to make. And so first of all, they have like, like all, like they had like a $500 Lego set. It was like five something because it's a big giant caterpillar bulldozer, but it's also the robotics thing. So you can make the bulldozer bulldoze things. They have a baby grand piano you can program to play music and you can write music for it to play or some shit. It's like on an app. I was like, this is too much. I'm like, (laughs) and I'm not dropping $500 on Lego. Yeah. Like, like, I'm I'm not there yet. I don't think, I don't think I have that much of a problem. I shout out to all the people who may listen to the show and do (laughs) no, no shade. No, not me. I'm not, I'm not a Lego person. We'll get to my Fortnite skin addiction at some point in my life some point in this podcast <laughs> okay i used to teach minecraft okay, okay. so just so would, again this is not a not about shaming anyone okay. it's just about just, be, just, just about telling change. the truth we're we're in a constant change of flux and growth that's right we leave behind old things we mm-hmm. come back to them sometimes, absolutely you know just it's fine mm-hmm. so in that spirit i have purchased the NASA Apollo 11 Lunar Lander Lego. Oh, wow. Yeah. That looks yeah. really cool. Like, very, like, uniquely, um, like, made of Lego, but like a non Legonian shapes. <laughs> and, I love uh, that. You know, I, having just read Lego Lost at Sea, yeah, I am particularly fascinated about this Lego set right now. Mm-hmm. And because my BB and I are going to be. Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner for Halloween. Uh-huh. I really could not pass up. Oh wow! A little tiny, yes, Lego creation of both of those. Yes. I don't know what. I guess like I guess brick heads are like their Funko, Funko. division. I don't yeah. know what else to describe it as, mm-hmm. but like Funko Legos is what it looks like. I know that's silly. It's goofy. I love but, it. But, you know, it's a souvenir. What am I supposed to do? I get to say, yeah, I got this at the Mall of America. Yeah. I don't know that I'll ever that's actually be back to the mall. Even if I do come back to Minneapolis, I cannot imagine that I would actually go back to the mall. I feel you. Everything else is like, you know, it's still a mall, right? You have the Victoria's Secret, the Hot Topic, the Lego yeah. store, the M&M store, right? You also have, like, the weird niche 
mall stores like the kilt store yeah oh. the store that was only yeah. beef hold jerky. on i just want to i just want to go back that was the image that i had up was the store uh, i'm looking at it right now the, the image that kathy posted online i will retweet it right now where it just says got kilt and that's the name of the store which sounds like an snl sketch or something brought to life i just i love that I love oh that. i totally like looked into i i did pause but I was scared of making eye contact with the um, uh, with, with with the um, with, with the clerk because I was worried that they would begin to uh. um, like entice me to come in, mm -hmm. right? Um, and they would say that sentence, <laughs> the two-word sentence. Well, that because we... literally everywhere I was going, um, you know, it was like carnival barkers. Mm -hmm. Right, so they were like, hey, step right up. Do you want a massage? Hey, we got the best jerky. I mean, not everybody, but there was like enough people doing it that I was like, uh, okay. um, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks. Like, I don't, I don't actually need any kilts at the moment. Have you ever, um, <laughs> have you ever worked in a mall at all? Have you ever worked at like in a mall store or anything? No. Uh, um, it is so I, I must admit here that part. I have always worked in politics of some kind okay. my first job um was a canvasser for the sierra club i went door to door letting everybody know about um uh, ralph nader and the california public interest research group i wow. was like in the sierra club yeah i've been doing like that's all i've ever done so like from the beginning um so i've never worked retail but I have worked in that sense, customer service, right? Because I am, I was selling shit. I was selling. Yeah. Can I, you please give yeah. a shit about the redwoods? Yeah. You know. Wow. My uh, my first. But job, no, not the mall. My first job was uh, at the GameStop in the mall when I was fifteen. See, that's way cooler than working for Ralph Nader. Yeah. Uh, I, I worked there for a Black Friday. That was kind of cool. I got to like experience from the inside. <laughs> I got to, hey, how about this? I got to experience, like, severe brunt. You're talking 2004 Black Friday. I mean, the what? summit of capitalism in, in action from the inside of a GameStop. So I took the consumer aspect on the front. I went to the Best Buy at 3 a.m. or whenever, you know, and then got yeah, in line, uh -huh, did all that, uh -huh. got the TV, then went to work. At like seven, work till like eleven thirty or midnight or whatever super late time that we close in that day, and within that one twenty-four hour span, my fifteen-year-old mind was—I understood all. I mean, without really realizing at the time, I understood everything I needed to know about what was wrong with that from both sides and the disappointing consumer experience and the awful experience as an employee during that time, and actually <laughs> just that entire seasonal employee thing, which is fun fun job but i learned a lot and I, I made a lot of friends and it was a good experience for me but um holy shit wow capitalism yeah holy shit but hey i still love the mall still went to the mall all the time after i even left that job so <laughs> no the, i mean the, the, the malls like i i i do i do wish that malls still kind of allowed the kind of loitering that you and i experienced mm-hmm because they don't really do that anymore yeah. right now it's like they only want you there if you're actually spending money yeah they have the like anti-teen noises outside right like like these are like the things that they do to encourage like 
not transients to be here, right? Because there's this kind of belief like, oh, if we put benches, well, then people are going to sit down and stay. It's like, yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what creates the dynamism of a city, right? Like, um, and yeah. like there's something like there's it. And it's like, it's, I say this because, of course, in Santa Fe, we have the plaza, which goes yeah. back to this rich historical tradition I... of public <clears throat> gatherings. And what we did was we we replaced the civic public plaza, yeah, truly public, with like, no, now you have to pay for the privilege of being here. You have to buy a cup of coffee to sit at the Starbucks. Yeah, You have to have validated your parking to merely go to the mall. like, yeah. Or you had to have like ridden the train to get to the mall, right? Either way, like you had to pay something to be there. There was at least a barrier to entry no matter what. And yeah. we've replaced like the Civic Plaza with, no, now you have to buy to be here. And that is, I think, the biggest tragedy because yeah. our malls didn't even used to be that way. You could, as a teenager, linger there all day and not be hassled. Yeah. And now they're going to think you're shoplifting. They're going to call the cops on you. Yeah. They're going to bug you. Like, I yeah. did not fear having the cops called on me when I was a mall, when I was a kid at the mall as a teen. And now I have that fear as a full blown adult. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a place that was, it was the main place in almost any town that had access to a mall. And by the time, you know, the nineties came around, there was small enough mall designs and configurations where like pretty much every city of any size had some kind of indoor shopping center. It was essentially like a mall, I think even, uh, pretty much wherever you go. And I would say it's more common, especially in states with colder climates, um, so you would have like an indoor congregation space, but I, what, what does that mean that we're taking those things away from people? Let's say, what does it mean um, that like, uh, that the society, the system of is removing public places of congregation? Um, I think it's the same reason that like, and, 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 you know, I, again, I've been at an organizer's conference all week, so I've been thinking about a lot of this shit all the time, what it means to what it means to make housing a public good, what it means to make transportation free and available and quality for everybody, sustainable, high speed. That's not just connected hyper locally, but hyper regionally. And like, I, I want a high speed rail to come here. I didn't want to take like a six hour layover at fucking Denver airport for no fucking reason. Yeah. That, would that really happen the same way if we had like modern train infrastructure? I dare say no. And right? the technology so, exists. And mm -hmm. we oh, it sure does. definitely have the money to actually do it. If we just diverted a little bit from each thing, if, or even, I don't know, whatever, whatever solution you need to come up with it, The point is that it's so essentially think, available yeah. to happen. <laughs> yes. I mean, just, just like the electric cars are right. Like I was thinking this even, as I was like walking around here, like having a cig outside, like, you know, you see all these stupid little scooters, right? Like all, all of that shit. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The scooters have such and such a battery life. You charge them. I'm like, there's nothing stopping us as a society from making what are essentially the equivalent of like 40 CC motorcycle engines out of that shit. Like we could have like, a really beautiful Vietnamese thoroughfare of nothing but motorcycles or little 
cars like that i'm like instead of the giant gmc trucks that we don't even fucking need yeah like no offense minnesota i'm looking around like i feel like new mexico has greater need for trucks and even we don't need them yeah because they're they're especially not the gmc monstrosities we see or whatever right like just uh, so the the erosion of public good is i think it's just simply meant to continue isolating us it's, it's simply to remind us to make us believe that you are alone and that is the biggest fight that any of us have in trying to get out landlords to get out the ruling classes it's that they believe they want to make us believe like we're alone no you're the only one going through this and that's why like the power of community is so important like i and i say this because like i feel like one of my biggest experiences and feeling you're not alone wasn't just when i was like a stupid hippie environmentalist kid in high school i've also had that same transformative experience when i went to like al-anon and and feeling so much shame and fear about like what was happening and what was going on being able to be surrounded by people who were saying you're not alone um i can't make rent this month is a very scary terrifying and shameful place to be and so having the guts to say i'm going through that too you are not alone is incredibly transformative and that's why i was like wow the public transit system here is amazing look at these two people who have nothing in common with each other talking about something they do have in common how how was that twins game? And that's 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 how I spend my evenings right now is is consuming baseball and in the hopes that at some point I'll be able to twist and turn that into uh, a conversation method, not just with baseball specifically, although baseball is my favorite, but uh, sports in general. Like I've rec- I've recognized throughout my life, I've missed a key dynamic in communication. Um, by missing out on the legacies and histories of our American sports chronology, essentially. And there's no reason why I should have missed out on that, other than, I mean, some upbringing choices. But uh, I missed out on opportunities, and now I am happier than ever to understand the reason for sport, why people enjoy it, and all these things. And it's so weird that it took me until literally like 34, I'm going to be honest with you, to uh, figure any of that shit out. Um, But... uh, now I need to, um, it's like an, I'm like a child figuring out like, why, why does team sport enjoy? I don't get yeah. like, but now it all makes a lot more yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's absolutely, it's, it's, um, I feel like the same reason that I love. So I also, maybe what I close with, yes. cause I, cause I, you know, cause I will have to leave in about. 15 minutes is what I'm guessing. So okay. I have to like get all my shit and go down to the <clears throat> plenary and okay. get more coffee and hit the vape again. <laughs> um, um, so I think one of the real reasons I wanted to go to the state fair mm-hmm. and to the mall of America, like these, cause like, I mean, there were some times when I was having these conversations with folks and they were like, Oh my God, like, why do you want to go there? That sounds like a nightmare. It's going to be so crowded and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of why I want to go. I'm like, like these are, this is the promise of America. This is, this is the it. best part yeah. of our country. This is it. Like, like it. And, and when I was at the, like, so I went to like this housing co-op here in town. It's called, um, they're an organization called Inquilinos Unidos. And they're a group of Minnesotans who had a slum landlord and they were like, fuck this guy. Um, 
cellists are building. You're an asshole. We can take care of ourselves better than you can take care of us. And um, they basically organized and they kicked him out. They they got him. They they like sued him. He was doing all kinds of other shady ass shit. A battle that took them. It, it, from what I understand, their description of it, from start to finish, a process of like seven years. Um, wait. But they wait, won. Wow. They they won. Yeah. They 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 have their buildings, and now they have completely new, different fights ahead of them. Because now they have to learn how to be a management company of their own, right? They have to learn how to do this on their own now. They've gone from being dispossessed of property historically to now owning a building. And that's a victory, but now it's a learning curve. And And I've known some property managers in my life. They can do it. They got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, they'll be fine, right? Like. But it's still part of the obstacles, you know. And but but I'm sitting here and I'm I and I'm like, no, this is why we have the Mall of America. It's because I want every single person here in this building and all of these buildings to actually believe. You know what? I am gonna take my child to the mall and I am going to buy them a special piece of Lego because mm-hmm. they got a good grade or. Just because I fucking love them. How about that? Just because yeah. I want to. Just because it's a Friday. I don't need a reason, right? Like, just shouldn't we all be able to have that kind of dignity, right? Of having a good home, of being able to take good transit, right? And, and being able to get to a place and be like, I can be safe here. I get to feel like I'm in my community. And all of that, like, isolation, it's designed to make us not feel that way. Why is there so much? Well, I shouldn't be scared of them all. And like defiantly yeah. going to the mall after the shooting is, is like, yeah. that's what I kind of mean. Like, it's like, yeah. no, you're not going to take us from that. I don't mean that in the like 9-11 way of yeah. like, no, you're not going to take our freedom. But like, no, you're really not. I don't, I don't want there to be metal detectors at the mall. I don't want to take off my shoes at the mall. I'm not going to let that happen. They did it to our fucking planes. I don't want them to and do if- it to our rail. I don't want them to do it to our buses. I don't want cops. I mean, I, I, I'm so the last thing I'll say is when I'm coming home from the mall, there was a person on the train having some kind of an episode. Mm-hmm. They were not doing too well. They were being aggressive and shouting at the other passengers. And there was a gentleman, a guy on the train, like anybody else going home after a long day who intervenes and is like, hey, man, like, why don't we just like, Oh, I'll just kind of like take a deep breath here. Like, let's all like, and he was like, I don't know what's going on. You guys seem to be having some kind of issue. Why don't we resolve this? He's like, because if we keep this up, like the cops are going to show up and nobody wants that. Um, Unfortunately, this gentleman's attempts at intervening were kind of ignored by these two other individuals who were the ones kind of going at it. And so eventually, yes, the police do arrive. We are, we are delayed and they escalate a little bit. And we do see Minneapolis police tackle the one person who is having, who is in the midst of some kind of an episode. Yeah. They arrest him and they take him. But like, uh, I'll say like the cops, they were gentle on him, you know, yeah. um, it didn't escalate more than that. Um, wow. but I, but I wonder what it would mean for, us as a community, an entire community, to have been able to step in and say, hey, that guy wasn't able to quash the situation, but maybe I could. 
Yeah. Like, and I don't know that I have those skills. I don't know that I have that ability as, a, as me as a human, but like I was looking around at that train and I saw a lot of people kind of convene and try to de-escalate the situation. Now, I don't know if that's also a consequence and a product of the uprisings of Minneapolis. I, I suspect that has quite a bit to do with it, Yeah. but it was Awareness. powerful to simply witness folks rushing in, not to, not to gawk, not to be voyeuristic like ooh, yeah. like look this guy they're about world star hip-hop uh-uh that yeah. was not the attitude the attitude was we need to come in and make sure that our people are safe um wow. and that's what the cops are taking from us the cops are taking away from us the ability to make ourselves safe um and the belief that we're the ones who make ourselves safe right that we have to look to someone mm -hmm. else for that no yes. we look to ourselves for it we look to ourselves for our own safety we look to ourselves yeah. for stepping in and going hey neighbor i can tell something's going on how do we help um that's the paradigm and that's what i saw at the state fair that's what i saw at the mall that's what i saw on the train that's what i saw at the at the at the housing co-op um and it was like I, like it was like a main line of reality this entire time and seeing it as an outsider to Minneapolis and being here in a place that feels very foreign to me for a lot of different reasons, yeah. uh, not just geographically or culturally or like demographically, but like, as I'm also navigating this with people who are from where I'm from, other housing organizers, other folks who are struggling in this movement and looking around and going, how does this shit look to you? Are we having the same agreement on reality at the moment? Uh, and because if the answer is yes, then we can move forward. Um, and that I think has been the powerful thing is I'm surrounded by people right now who are saying, yes, we're seeing the same reality. Wow. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's a little bit, it's very similar to my memory of, uh, Santa Fe compared to living here, which is where I feel like, uh, none of the people who actually live around me are, are my neighbors. So they're, they're just people mm -hmm. who also live close to me yep. physically. They're just NPCs in this sim game I'm playing. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Which makes a, a person feel very lonely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we're breaking out of that. And that's why I like, I, I hate the metaverse because the metaverse or things like it, things like this, like yeah. artificial virtual reality shit. It's like, no, 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 we don't need virtual reality. We have plenty of actual reality to deal with. Um, and, and the real reality that we have to deal with is actually way more fun, way more challenging and way more like rewarding when we act finish. This isn't just about getting like another stupid little badge at the end. Congratulations on collecting all the Mario stars on this level. It's like, no, you got to fucking help your neighbor not get arrested today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a much different game. Um, yeah. And one that I think we're forgetting how to play. Um, and that's the part that like the, this like, keeping away of us from each other that's that's what they're making us forget how to play and that's deliberate i, I don't i don't doubt for a second that they want to keep us in crisis so that we are too busy only thinking about our immediate self and it's in this moment of crisis most when you have to go nope i need to look outside of me it is outside of me it is my neighbor who's going to help me and it's going to be i who help my neighbor it's going to be that interconnectedness that's going to save us because yeah. if i just go i need to put food on my table, I need to make my rent, then I'm going to fail. I'm going to lose and we're all going to lose. Like We can't do that. So 
I don't know what that means for making sure that shootings don't happen at the Mall of America. I don't know what that means for then driving by the fucking third precinct, a burnt out or sixth or I'm sorry that I don't remember the number, but like we all drove past it. Yeah. Um, A burnt out shell of itself. And again, like I'm with a group of anti-capitalists and anti, you know, an abolitionist. So we're all like, yeah, fuck those people. Right. Like, yeah. Fuck those police. Um, But if you ask us, how do we actually get there? Um, you know, none of us really know the answer. No. We, we got to figure it out. Um, and we've never really been tasked with that before. Um, so it's going to look new. It's going to look different. Um, it's going to be the way that we live our lives, mm-hmm. I think. Or it needs to be that, essentially. It's got to be that dude just deciding to come in and go, hey, guy, I can tell you're having a bad day, but we can't let this be a bad day for everyone. Like, And we um, have to be that person as much as we can because otherwise you're just an npc in this fucking game too right yeah yeah brian i I am having a hell of a fucking experience on on this trip let me tell you i just 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 taking in the the sights alone just from here i can tell and i'm 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 feeling i'm feeling a little bit of myself you know, when I sat down, I don't know, the uh, one hour and let's say a couple more minutes than that, let's see, one hour and 52 minutes ago when I sat down here, I had no idea that I'd uh, be feeling the way that I feel right now, which is a good thing. Um, wow. Well, on that note. Oh, one thing I did think of when you were talking, <laughs> just to just to make us laugh for a moment. Is that without the mall, we would not have mm-hmm. one of the greatest scenes in Better Call Saul, which is Saul walking around with the ladies in the trainer shoes. Okay, I tried to get a picture of it, and I hope I did. I'll, I'm gonna when I'm in when I start this plenary, I'm gonna be on my phone looking at all the pictures that I took because I still haven't even had a chance to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But in the Mall of America, there are these signs up by the ceiling that have all these like arrows, and it says like health path <laughs> i love and it and it's like and it's like directing all the malt walkers where yeah. to go and i was like i need pictures of it i wanted there were so many ridiculous things i wanted pictures of um i'll, I'll show you some of the best signs because i've been yeah. taking pictures of a lot of signs like i love signs i love like like hey be aware um i love for example that everywhere else in the country they are called speed bumps but in New Mexico, they there are speed, speed humps. humps. Yeah, I love it. It's good stuff. And because like, it'll say warning, speed humps. There's and no way like, yes. an out of state driver will pass that and not go like, wait, what? <laughs> or wait, like, what? Go, or, and then be like, quick, quick, get a picture. There's yeah. another one coming up, right? Exactly. Like, post it on social media. Speed you could humps. probably search speed humps right now. In fact, I'm going to. I'm yeah. going to look up the phrase speed humps. On the old Twitter and see what happens. <laughs> I'll put uh, sort of photos. Right, there's got to be some funny jokes in here. Okay, that first one mm-hmm. is kind of tragic. That sucks. <laughs> speed humps. Speed humps. Hold on, I'm gonna put speed humps in quotes. Well, this has to do with the, the episode is funny. called now. So. Yeah. See. 
Oh wait, no wait. Here's one oh, I found, that is yeah. relevant to you. Okay. 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 I say to you because it has mm -hmm. a Florida. It has a Florida man in it. I am a Florida man. That's true. Of origin. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. Um, and if you could do me a favor, I think uh -huh. our closing out music um, should be in honor of Minneapolis's greatest resident prince. Okay. Um, so I think you should end the show with a Prince song. Okay. But I think you should start the song, you start the show with a song by The Replacements. Okay. I leave it to you to pick. Okay. Minneapolis's greatest bands, apparently. Okay. Um, next week, I will tell you about the bar tour I will be doing. My friend will be taking wow. me to, um, a couple of lakes. Um, cause obviously you can't come to Minnesota and not see lakes. Um, so far I've only been in the city, so... I'll need to get out, see one of these many lakes by which they are surrounded by. Um, and we're going to go to the bar that it's called the CC Club, which apparently the replacements and Husker Du played a lot there, a bunch of other like punk bands. We're going to go to a couple other bars that are related to like punk indie history i'm very excited about okay. that because that's again just totally up my alley and then i will mention that next month i'm going to memphis wow we're going to uh goner fest and i got tickets to graceland wow so even though i wasn't able Holy... to get into paisley park this bitch going to graceland wow. so this is incredible that will be the next episode. this is incredible yes. wow yeah no we, to wow. brian we are we are fucking doing, doing I'm, some shit here. Yeah, I'm going to New York and I'm doing 55 million things while I'm there. And I'm not, yes. I'm gonna, I'll keep it all until we get to talk about it on the podcast. Oh my God. No, well, uh, there's so much. So we got a lot coming up. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm we excited. Have, we, have a, we, have a, we have a busy couple hey, of look, months this, ahead of us. Hey, this so. podcast started out as two people uh, hanging out at the house. And now we're two people going around doing all kinds of shit. So. Yeah. Out into reality. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Let's do it. Actual shit. reality. It's fun. Actual. And remember, <gasps> ah. Hmm? Okay. Um. Maybe then we. Okay. Hmm. Maybe then we start this show with mm -hmm. Jamiroquai's virtual reality. Uh huh. Because you know, I feel like that's just got the early '90s vibe of the mall that we're really, or like the '90s my vibe of the mall that we're going for. You know. I'm gonna write down virtual insanity. Virtual Insanity is what it is. Virtual mm -hmm. Insanity by Gemma Reply. That'll be the start. Put Prince at the end. Oh, yeah, I can hear it in my it's, head right now. See, uh, so, me too. I'm going to run out of here, Brian. I got to yes. go. Kathy, it was love wonderful. I love you too. There. I trust you. And this is a good thing we're doing. This is a good thing. I'm telling you. This Look is a at good us. thing. We're creating a podcast. Yeah. And we're putting a friendship on display that I think is pretty... Pretty, pretty great. I think that I nobody, hope we are, no podcast yeah, we are has ever done what ourselves. we've done. I guarantee mm -hmm. that there's never been a podcast that's ever created what we've created. And if anyone else tries, they'll be copying us. So um, our podcast is what you do instead of going to therapy. Literally, because because it's we can't afford healthcare. It's inaccessible <laughs> and it's way too onerous to have to constantly search for an actually good therapist. So I, I am not into this therapy shaming. Mm -hmm. Because, no, I also believe that therapists can do much worse to you than not having one at all. So be mindful of that. Beware of those folks because mm. some of it, some of that should snake oil. 
And 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 how we must look within ourselves. And how guys. I love you. I love Be you. Be safe. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Let's go.